This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Ann Romer. Welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Great friend of the show, jockey and former Sovereign Award winner Chantel Sutherland checks in with us today. She was recently involved in a racetrack accident. It was terrible. She's going to update us in moments on her rehab and her recovery. She'll also talk about her role with the new National Thoroughbred League, a horse racing initiative that will debut as one of the first co-ed sports leagues featuring fillies and colts on the track and male and female jockeys competing against one another. Set to begin the weekend of September 2nd and 3rd at Kentucky Downs, the league founders have recruited the best of the best in the horse racing industry, including, of course, Chantel Sutherland. Also joining us on Ponies today, Woodbine apprentice jockey Sophia Vivas. In 2022, she was in the midst of a great run on the track before shutting down for the year in order to conserve her apprentice allowance for the 2023 season. Guess what? It worked. Sophia now sits in the top 10 jockey standings for wins at the current Woodbine meet, and in fact, she is the only apprentice jockey to land in the top 10. To date, Sophia's mounts have finished in the top three 40% of the time, with purse earnings of over $378,000. Cannot wait to speak with this young superstar apprentice jockey. Later today, Hanover Raceway's 2023 Harness Racing Meet opens, and someone with his finger on the pulse of all things Hanover Raceway is new track manager Scott Price as the half-mile track readies for a 15-day racing schedule that ends on September the 16th, one of the highlights being the Harness Hope charity drive on July 15th to support breast cancer. We're going to chat with Scott and learn more about one of Ontario's more successful half-mile tracks, Hanover Raceway. And finally, while he's back, I'm thrilled. Our co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a fantastic show, so get your HBI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty action. When we come back, Larry Simpson will join us with our new show feature, In Case You Missed It, Ponies 24-7's recap of the week that was in Horse Racing News. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. 
Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer. Let me introduce you to my amazing co-host, Larry Simpson, and our, in case you missed it, a look at the week that was in horse racing news and even a look forward. Hey, Larry. Good to see you. Good to be with you. Good to see you. All right. So today, Moira is racing at Woodbine. What's so special about Moira and the fact that that Moira is racing today? Well, Moira is a champion. She was Horse of the Year last year here in Canada. Uh, she won the Sovereign Award. Um, she is um, basically what type of horse that people want to go out and watch. And, it, and uh, she's today uh, racing today in the Belmahone Stakes at uh, Woodbine. And there's, uh, I believe, eight uh, fillies and mares that have uh, decided to take her on. But uh, we had Kevin Attard on the show a few weeks ago, and, and at that time, Moira was still in Florida training. And and, uh, uh, and since then, he's obviously brought her up here. She's been training well, and, uh, you know, it's exciting because, uh, you know, the horse goes from uh, winning the Queen's Plate last year now it's a in the aged mare category, and, and you're you're kind of interested to see if they can make that change going from you know with their own to older horses and that. So you've got your ear to the ground trackside. What are you hearing about her performance so far this year? And I guess this was really her first race this season. This is uh, yeah, this is her first start, and uh, she's been training well. And I think Kevin's been very happy Good. with the way she's been training and. Uh, I think I saw the uh, the morning line odds for today, and I believe she's uh, like two to five favorite in the morning line. So wow! And who does she have as competition? Um, there's uh, several uh, good uh, mares that are in there, and uh, but you know it remains to be seen if if they can uh, keep up. If, if Moira is a hundred percent, runs a hundred percent, and I think the other horses will be unfortunately running for for second money, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's still a horse race. And a big one. Grand Circuit is at Woodbine Mohawk tonight. Now, that's very exciting. Yeah, that means that uh, the summer racing season, the stakes season, is just around the corner because you've got Grand Circuit. Uh, you've got three divisions of the Sun Beach Somewhere Stakes. You've got two divisions of the Graduate Series Pace. You've got one division of the Graduate the Series Trot. And there's leg two of the Miss Versatility, which is... Uh, uh, another uh, uh, stakes event that is shared between uh, Woodbine and the Meadowlands. So it's uh, the start of the stakes season uh, that uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park uh, is proud of every uh, every summer and uh, into the fall. And, you know, this is, you know, the next step after that is, uh, you know, you'll get into the North America Cup and uh, then you get into the Metro and... Uh, you get into uh, the Breeders' Crown uh, later on. They're not a Mohawk, but uh, 
you know, a lot of these horses that you'll see in the next few weeks at uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park, they'll be competing in the Breeders' Crown in October. Training and working hard, but also we talk about the weather. And the weather today and tonight looks spectacular. This, this sort of heat event is over and the sun has been shining. That makes a difference when it comes to good horse racing. Well, I think you're going to see some fast miles too. And uh, it doesn't look like there's any rain in the forecast today, uh, so the track's not going to get that sloppy. Um, yeah, you you know you might see some uh, miles in 148, 149, maybe even faster. It depends, you know, how the track is playing. Let's look forward to the Belmont Stakes this coming Saturday, so a week today. And I look at some of the favorites that are emerging: Tappet Trice, uh, Forte, possibly National Treasure. Will Mage be entered into this race? Uh, no, they've decided to hold uh, Mage, uh, give her a little him a little time off. And they're going to shoot for the Traverse Stakes, which is considered the basically the Kentucky Derby of the summer at uh, Saratoga. So that seems to be the game plan for um, uh, Delgado, the trainer with Mage, is to uh, give him some time off and then bring him back, train him up to the to the Traverse. Obviously, had Mage won the Preakness, oh yeah, it would have been, been a different story. Would have been a different story because they would have wanted to to try triple to win crown. the Triple Crown, yeah. but. Uh, no, there's there's going to be some decent horses in in the Belmont. It's still early because it's uh, a week away, but uh, you know, Tappet Trice is is one, and uh, Forte they believe is is going to uh, be part. Um, there hasn't really been a decision on National Treasure yet. If uh, I understand, he's been working well. Whether they'll put he was the Preakness winner, we'll see if uh, if he goes into uh, the Belmont. But they usually get you know seven, eight, nine, and it's it's. The biggest difference between the Belmont and the and the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness is the distance. It's a, it's a mile and a half, so it's a little more grueling. It's a mile and a half on the dirt, and you find out which horses can go a mile and a half in, in June. Horse racing at its finest. And that's in case you missed it on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, now we are so pleased to be joined by friend of the show, super jockey Chantel Sutherland. She's had a few eventful weeks over the past month, you could say, and we're going to find out why right now. Chantel, welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. You've been on the show several times, but I'm delighted to work with you for the first time. Well, thank you very much, and it's always an honor to be on the show, and I appreciate very much um, the interest. You're swelling up my head already. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's get into it. You uh, you had a bit of a, a riding accident. Now you're into uh, therapy and, and rehab and that. Uh, let's talk about your rehab and, and therapy and when we can expect to see you back on the track again. Well, my therapies, uh, I start uh, rehabilitation with uh, the doctor outpatient. Uh, on Monday, but I've been doing my own therapy with Top Docs in Miami, which includes uh, infrared uh, light bed to help uh, the skin and cells regenerate faster and heal faster, the scar and the um, the tissue. And then also, um, I've been in a hyperbaric chamber, which is great, not only for, you know, your internal, but it helps healing really fast as well. And it, it's also great for wrinkles. So that's good. <laughs> and, uh, and then what else? Send me a barrel. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm doing the cryotherapy, yeah. which is great for the swelling. And that's a little bit freezing. That's like being back in Canada. So I can only do that for three <laughs> minutes. And uh, it's going really well. Like Top Docs is awesome. And um, I'm moving my arm. I just can't put any more weight than a, 
cell phone in that arm. Wow. Or at least I'm not supposed to. I'm trying not to because I want the bone to, you know, attach because the humerus bone snaps clean off of the shoulder. So that has a plate in it now um, going from the length of the shoulder just above my elbow. And then the screws attach everything together. So I'm just waiting for the bone to heal four more weeks or three and a half now. And then I get x-rays. And then we'll see if I can start putting weight on it. So, Chantel, can you describe your injuries? I mean, you've done, you're talking about the rehab and the recovery, but what, what, what body parts were injured? So, when I fell off, I guess my, I, I put my left arm out. And when I did that, the shoulder, I landed on the shoulder, so the shoulder rotated in and, and had a, a hairline, uh, well, a crack in the shoulder, so a fracture. And then my humerus bone, at the base of my shoulder, snapped clean off. So when I got up, and I, I didn't notice at the time, I felt fine. I didn't feel like I'd hurt myself. But when I got up to, to run underneath the fence, because all the, other, all the other riders were screaming at me, like, Chantel, move out of the way, because they were galloping out, and I didn't want to get hit. So I ran under the rail, and when I looked down, because I felt my shoulder felt a little weird, um, my arm was below my knee. And I just, I was like, oh my God, this is not good. And I grabbed my arm and just was like, this is, I'm out, I'm going to be out for a while. And just sad that I'd hurt myself that bad. But, um, you know, doctors are amazing. Dr. Mark Ebensberger, he put me back together. And (laughs) they said to me, uh, when we looked at the x-rays, they looked great and he did a great job. And also they were like, if Humpty Dumpty broke it, you know, fell off the wall now. <laughs> Dr. Ebensberger can put him back together. So he's a really good doctor and he's super cool and crazy enough. He's gorgeous. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> really? <laughs> you have such a great positive attitude. Does that help you in everything you do, including being a jockey? Uh, you know, I thank you very much. I appreciate that. Some days are tough, like everybody else, but um, I don't. I feel like I don't really have a choice. I got to be positive, and um, I love that my body's done so many great things for me, and it's it's been you know giving me my car, my house, my money, my living, and so I want to take care of it, love it, and I want to heal from the inside, my mental state, and the outside. And I also, I just got a puppy, so that helps. (laughs) (laughs) Woof, woof, woof. Woof, 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 yeah. (laughs) All right, well, speaking about positive, uh, there was an announcement came out this past week about the National Thoroughbred League that uh, you're going to be part of it. Uh, Maybe uh, we we talked about it a little bit on on last week's show, but we didn't really get into too much detail. But since you're a part of it, maybe you can kind of explain what is the league and what is going to be uh, your involvement well, um, you know, I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I think, you know, Tom Lute, I think, is the one who got me involved in it. I think he's a great promoter of the sport. Um, he's a good friend. And uh, I was actually approached by Angie Stevens, which is Gary Stevens' wife, and she's done a lot of great work in our industry. And I think anything positive to help our industry right now is really needed. And I feel like the concept is really cool. Um, am I, am I a little concerned? Can it execute because of, you know, how it's going to go to different tracks and can the, can the, you know, grooms and hot walkers and sort of, you know, riders and gallop riders 
stick with their horses and go to the certain track that they want to have the event at. Um, that would be, you know, one concern, but maybe it's going to work itself out. I, I think, I think it's, it's kind of fun and it's a new spin on racing. And I, you know, anything we can do to attract more viewers, more fans, uh, more betters, handicappers, gamblers, the $2 gambler is really what we want. Yeah. It's my understanding that it's one of the first co-ed sports leagues and it will feature fillies and colts on the track and male and female jockeys competing against one another. Can you expand on that? I mean, is it, have we got the right idea of what it, this the NTL is going to look like? Yeah, I think you got it right. I think uh, it's kind of cool that, you know, you know, we in all sports, you have like football is male and then you have you know, hockey, male and female, but they don't play against each other in a national league. But now you're going to have, which we already do, which is male and female jockeys racing against each other, but it's, it's a sport. So I could be on the same team as a guy. Like if say, for example, Mike Smith and I could be representing on the same team um, and going against, say, uh, you know, Emma Jane Wilson and... Um, another guy. So it's, it's kind of cool that I can be on his team instead of girls against boys and boys against girls or men against men and women against women. It's, it's, I get to be on a, a co-ed team. And this really isn't the first time that you've been involved in something similar to this to help promote horse racing to new fans. That uh, This is kind of like a maybe a continuation of uh, the show Jockeys, right? Well, that would be really cool if, if Netflix or something was to pick something up like this and, and do that. I mean, I mean, that would be the goal. I think I really did love the seven days leading up to a major event on Netflix. That was kind of cool how they did that. But if they could do this and it could be something like Jockeys, I think Jockeys was great at promoting our sport and a lot of people got involved in our sport because of that. And, um, I mean, anything. I would love that. I'm actually personally uh, working with a ghostwriter right now to write my book, and I would love to approach Netflix about that. That's one of my dreams on a personal level away from this. But ideally, yeah, I mean, anything to help our sport. You know, it's interesting. I'm listening to all the things that you do, and we've read about all the things that you have done and what you will be doing. When we reached out to you to confirm this interview, we found you in a real estate class. Tell us about that. (laughs) Well, I have my real estate license in California, and then I really can't, um, you know, put weight on my arm yet. And so I decided to get my license in Florida. It's a four-week course. And by the end of the four weeks, I can start really training hard because my bone will have healed. So I thought I'd continue doing my yoga as much as I can, but do this real estate class um, as, you know, I want to have plan B prepared and ready. I love Florida, um, but I'll probably practice, you know, on the side here and there. I do love interior design. I have my license in that too, and I want to uh you know, buy my own apartment, invest in that. I'd love to property manage and, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, get condos, apartments and maybe small houses and and fix them up a little bit, rent them out and just, I mean, buy real estate. I I think I, my dad's always like invest your money in the stock market, but I really believe in property land. So 
we would not that we disagree on that, but I, <laughs> I really strongly feel real estate for me is something that I really want to have more of. So I keep hearing stuff about you know apartments and condos and warm weather and warm weather and, and, <laughs> and that. Um, is there any chance that we may ever see you back here in Canada riding full-time again, or are you just going to stay with the snowbirds down there? Well, I'm always going to keep my place here, but I do love how Woodbine has really had that, I know, that hotel is they're putting in, the casino. Uh, Woodbine is doing really well, and it's definitely a possibility. If I get back to racing and I get to to be able to race the way that I wanted and, and do as well as doing, it's for sure a possibility to go to Canada next year or the year after. I feel like right now, with everything that's going on, our industry's really um, kind of taken a hit, and I hope it's going to recover and be okay. But I'm a little concerned about racing and all the tracks here in the United States right now with everything that's going from HISA. I think in theory, HISA is a great a great option, but it's really charging um, the everyday trainer, you know, 175 to $250 every time they run their horse. That's trickling down to the, to the owner, and there's just all these fees, and um, it's just, uh, I find, I'm finding that the smaller owner, the smaller trainer is getting sort of pinched out of the game. It's just really getting expensive, and um, I don't know what the answer is, but there's a lot of uh, really, it's very uh, complicated rules, regulations. Uh, I know what the idea and the purpose of it is, but it's it's really really um, super super strict, and a lot and a lot of eight trainers are really nervous right now, and and the communication is very one sided. Like his is like this is the way it is, and we're not listening to, you know people who are in the industry and we're like, we're not saying we don't want to do it, but we, we want to work with you. And it, it seems a little dictatorish. So, and I could be, that's just my personal opinion from what I'm noticing and being in the environment. So I hope it all works itself out, but lucky me, I'm Canadian and if things go south here, I can always go north. <laughs> well put. So let's let's put aside the complications of the horse racing industry right now, particularly in the United States, and let's just talk about the purity and the joy of being a jockey. Do you miss it right now as you're going through rehab and oh. recovery? Oh, yeah. I think we have the answer right there. I'm dying over here. It's like I went to the Preakness, and I saw a super cow run. I was like, oh, I was cheering for him, and I want him to win. And then I saw... Lightning Larry, one of my good horses, win, and I did all the preparations on these horses for the last, like, you know, three months, and they were all going to mama, so I was prepping them, and I'm so happy that they're doing well, uh, but it's heart-wrenching to watch and not be involved and and on a horse, uh, because being on a horse is, is like yoga. It's very grounding. It's such an incredible animal that's just, you know, part of the environment part of the earth and it's just i mean how how lucky am i to, to to ride horses and go fast and have fun and yeah i totally miss it sitting in real estate class and uh, it's not the same <laughs> your positivity is purely infectious thank you and speaking of fast uh lightning larry was actually named after me i believe was it not 
<laughs> yeah, you know what? I asked the owners about Lightning Mary. I'm like, what a cool name. And he's such a fast horse. Is that why you named him Lightning Mary? They, they go, no, one of our kids named it after SpongeBob. I'm like, well, who's <laughs> Lightning Mary and SpongeBob? It's a snail. Okay, well, whatever. Whatever, like a tortoise. <laughs> we'll name him yeah. after you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're naming him after Larry Simpson. No. <laughs> I'm not a snail. <laughs> Lightning Larry. <laughs> Chantel, thanks for doing this. And, uh, Good luck with your rehab. Good luck with the uh, Thoroughbred League, and I'm sure we're going to have you back on again very soon. Well, I'd love to, and I appreciate it so much. You guys, enjoy your summer. I'm sure it's awesome there now, and stay away from the mosquitoes if you can, <laughs> and uh, enjoy your Saturday. And Thank keep, you. And keep on keeping on, Chantel. Thank you. Thanks. When we come back, friend of the show, Woodbine jockey Sofia Vives joins us today on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to their Pineview dealership to view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today, as the Hyundai Advantage sales event is on now. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds. One vision. This is 1059 The Region. Ponies 24 7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, highly successful and oh so young. Woodbine apprentice jockey Sofia Vivas joins us today. And after a short successful season of riding at Woodbine last year, she is back to conquer the very competitive Woodbine riding colony. Sofia Vivas, welcome back to Ponies 24-7. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, we had you on the show last year, if you recall, and at that time you were in the middle of a real, it was a hot streak, it was short, but uh, talk about that. Uh, you had a brief stint here riding, and then you shut down. What was the reasoning for, for that? As an apprentice, after your fifth win, you have a year from that date for your time to start. So we started towards the end of the year. I believe I only rode about eight days. Um, I got my four wins, and I, I shut it down, and I went home for the winter just 
went back home to the farm in Ocala for Mark Cassie, just breezed on horses, worked on everything I needed to work on, and we came to the beginning of this new meet, and we're ready to roll. And what did that shutting down do for you physically and psychologically as a jockey? Well, it definitely made me eager to come in this year, and I knew what goals I had set. It was, I believe it was a really good, a really good um, thing to do. Uh, I went back home. I mean, I worked on a lot of things that I needed to work on. We were in the gym all the time. We worked horses, countless horses all winter long. You just work on everything that you that you lacked uh, the, the season before, and it really paid off. Why was it that you started your career at Woodbine, then you shut it down, as you said, and then you came back again to Woodbine? What is it about Woodbine that you want to ride here? Since I had my foot in the door with Mark Cassie, I believe this is a great place to start. They ride the bugs. They ride girl riders. Um, and they allow you to extend your time here in winter. So I'll ride this full meet, and I'll be able to stop again in winter and come back next meet and still have a couple months with my bug and the weight allowance left. Sophia, how long have you been racing? The eight days last year and since the middle of April. So not too long, maybe not even three months. And how do you explain that you are uh, in the top 10 jockey standings for wins at the current Woodbine meet? How do you explain that? Hard work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my agent, my agent plays a huge part in it. We're always watching the races and the replays and watching what I could have done different in scenarios and situations in the races that I need to work on and what plan A, plan B, and plan C. And if those three don't work out, then you hope for the best. (laughs) Um, You know, just get around safely, do right by the horses, listen to the trainers, and, and hope that you come out on top. So do you think you're a different rider now, Sophia, than when you were here at Woodbine? Uh, last year at the end of the season Uh, and if so what's different about you last year coming in and not riding a single race and kind of being thrown thrown in there it it, it's tough very very tough you know you don't really know the name of the game yes you you've been I've been around it my whole life and I've heard about it and known a lot of riders and it's been in my family but uh, you don't know the business part of it. And now this year, riding in two different places and riding seven days a week, I'm starting to realize the business aspect of it and and all the work you have to put in. And you cannot have one day that you slack and the smallest mistakes can be a big loss in the long run. And um, now, now that I'm riding seven days a week, every day I feel like I improve because a little mistake or a little thing that you do right, um, you learn from it. Uh, Mark Cassie has a saying that he told me, when you win, you win, and when you lose, you learn. <laughs> and it is 110% true. I learn every single time I, I swing a leg over the horse, and uh, it's just it's all a learning experience every second of being out there. And Sophia, when you talk about making little mistakes, are you talking about on the horse or in the business part of r- horse racing? Both. You, you really got to be in your A game and uh, you need you need to listen and be really observant of everything around you. And I mean, you learn you learn just on the ground and you learn on top of the horses. You learn what you should and you shouldn't do. You've mentioned uh, Mark Cassie, who's a good friend of the show. Uh, you've mentioned his name a few times. Uh, what has he meant 
to your career? He's the foundation of it all. Uh, my dad, my dad was a rider and he's my best friend and he's got me in it. And Mark was the one who opened the door and let me get a foot in and learn. And in the beginning, it was a little iffy. Now that I look back, I have to give a big thanks to Mark because when I first started, oh my goodness. I don't even know how to explain it. You know, I didn't know a single thing about riding. And for him not to give up on me and put me on horses every day, every day, and allow me to learn and work on everything I needed to work on. You know, not a lot of people give you that opportunity in this business. One, starting out at 17. And two, being a girl and being really, really petite, you know. His his one rule was I needed to graduate high school, and I did. And he gave me... He gave me the start, and without him, who knows where I would be? Who knows what track I would be at? Who knows if I would have even gotten a start in the game? And it's one thing to be on a horse. It's one thing to be racing every single day as you are now, but you're winning as well. Where's that coming from? Luck. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, my agent has a big part in it, like I said. You know, we have really good trainers behind me right now in both places. Everything I do all day is just horses. And that's the only way you learn. You got to watch. You got to read the form. You got to know how to break it down. My agent is very, very good at all of it. I mean, all around. Jordan's been a huge, huge help for me. Uh, without him, I, who knows what kind of rider I would be, you know? But he's always in my corner. Even when I'm wrong, he's the first person to call me out on it. And when I've done something good, he's the first person to call me. So. Uh, a big thanks to him because um, who knows who knows where we would be. Well, one of the issues as as a jockey starts riding more and more is, is weight, but I don't think you have a have an issue with with making weight, correct? Not a single issue. <laughs> I actually tell everybody, you know, some people would kill to have this weight. I mean, I, I it's good though because I ride seven days and I. I eat healthy and I'm allow I'm able to drink water and Gatorade and, and electrolytes and whatever I need to do. So I'm always always on top of my game when I'm out there. You know, I'm listening to you in this interview and I'm 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 captivated by who you are and what you're talking about. You've mentioned men in your life who have influenced you. So Mark and Jordan, your agent, and your father as well. Are there female jockeys that you that have inspired you that you look up to? Um, yes, Emma in the room, she's helped me quite a bit. Um, I haven't been around too many female jockeys, but my mom's a big part in it. You know, she used to work on the track and she never rode, but just seeing her workability, it's kind of, kind of mesmerizing. You know, she was an anesthesiologist in a, in a vet hospital and she moved her way up all the way to be a nursing manager of all the operating rooms in the main hospital where we work. And uh, she put herself through school and she did all of it. And, you know, to be able to see her go from something so little to be so high up and so good at what she does is it's mesmerizing just to see her workability and her support through everything I do. I, I really appreciate all of it from her. Well, Sophia, let's talk about yourself this year as a rider at Woodbine. And obviously you've set some goals. Maybe you and Jordan have set some goals for, you know, amount of wins or stakes races or that. Uh, talk about some of the goals that maybe have been uh, set in place. One of them was to win three in a day. And we caught it a couple of weeks ago at Park. 
So maybe we should bump it to four. Try to keep the business going. You know, don't don't lose the business. Don't burn any bridges. Try to stay safe out there. Um, goals goals are are hard to put. I mean, the sovereign is the goal this year. Mm-hmm. And if I could win the eclipse, it would be even better. But goals are hard to say because if I don't meet them, then it's a bummer <laughs> in a sense, you know? <laughs> So Sovereign is the biggest goal this year. Do you have your eye on any particular horses that you would like to ride? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) All the winners, all the special ones. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about Woodbine Turf Courses versus the Tapita. What's the difference for you? Uh, The turf is just starting. I believe I rode my first turf race here this year, yesterday. Um, The inner very fast. The turns come very, very quick. Uh, both both courses, you've got to save ground. And if you're in there, you're in there. And if you're not, you better get out because you will get shut off. Um, the outer, you know, it's a, it's a long stretch. So that one, you've got to be very, very patient on. And um, the inner, it, it is speed, speed-based. And it's very, very fast. You know, the the smallest move on grass horses, uh, they, they move very dramatic out there. So if you move a little bit, you could be going three wide, four wide, and you don't even realize it until you're all the way out there. So um, we've, been, we've been watching a lot of races on the grass lately since, since the turf is just starting up here, and it's a lot to learn out there. Okay. Now, uh, is there a jockey that maybe you followed growing up and you kind of maybe patterned your your riding style after. And on that note, what is your riding style? What's your comfort zone? Do you like to get on top with a horse and and try to go wire to wire, or are you better coming off the pace? There's two questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> I I've always watched Johnny Velasquez ride. I've always been mesmerized by him on horses. You know, he's very very talented, very patient guy. He always seems to never be in the wrong spot. If you watch his races, he's always where he needs to be. Um, so with that being said, I mean, between being in the front or coming from behind, um, I kind of like the patience of it. In parks, you know, you have to be very patient over there. Uh, they ride completely different than here in Woodbine. And Woodbine, it's kind of a speed bias track some days, so you kind of got to be up there. You got to be a little more aggressive here than over there. And um, I mean, I I really don't know what my favorite style is yet, but I hope I'm able to master all of them. I mean, that's that's what the good riders are. They can be anywhere in the front and behind, sit in the middle. They can come from absolutely nowhere, and and that's what separates you from most. Quick question before we let you go. So uh, our listeners are huge fans of horse racing and big fans of many tracks, including Woodbine, of course. Today is a race day, naturally. I think post time is one thirty on Saturday. Where can people find you? I mean, people who are getting to know you through this interview, where can they see you in action in terms of which races and, and which horses in the next few days? One Sunday and then 
uh, Monday at four in the morning, I'm at the airport flying to Philadelphia because I ride Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday over there. Wow. And then Wednesday night, I jump on the plane to come back here for Thursday. You've used the word mesmerizing many times. I think you are mesmerizing. Thank you so much, <laughs> Sophia Vivas, for joining us on Ponies 24-7 and all the very best this season. Thank you. After the break, when we come back, Hanover Raceway Scott Price joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Live harness racing continues at the Meadowlands every Friday and Saturday evening with a post time of 6.20 p.m. The Meadowlands Championship Meet is highlighted by the Meadowlands Pace on July 15th. And on Saturday, August 5th, it's the famed $1 million Hamiltonian, headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all of the big games exciting harness racing through your HPI bet account and Dark Horse app and be part of the Meadowlands racing experience. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Soon to be friend of the show, Hanover Raceway's Scott Price joins us right now. And at 1.30 today... The standard bread track opens for business for the 2023 racing season, a season that will be Scott's first as the track's general manager. Scott, welcome to the show. You must be nervous and excited at the same time. Yes, it's a mix of emotions, that for sure, because, you know, uh, there's a lot that runs in the background. There's a lot of things to get going, but at the end of the day, uh, it's the excitement and just having all the people get out there and seeing the smiles. You know, I've got a lot of um, responses from people that are really looking forward to uh, to the 2023 race season. Well, you took the uh, reins, pardon the pun, over from Steve Fitzsimmons, who had been uh, at Hanover for uh, for some time. And that uh, uh, this is, you know, as we've said, uh, this is your first opening day. Um, what was uh, what was your background before you came into this job? Actually, it was not really related to the horse industry. I come in from an industrial background, uh, mostly in the electronic side of things. I spent many years in management and uh, in sales and customer service. So this was a was a change. Now, I mean, I've had family for for many years uh, involved in the in the horse industry. So it's not that it's it's new to me, but the horse racing uh, you know side of it itself was was relatively new. And particularly standard bread, what is it now that you find exciting about that aspect of horse racing? Well, you know, it's funny. When I, when I first came to the, uh, started coming to the track, um, it, it's, it's a different environment. It's it, exciting and exhilarating. And I, I just love uh, the sound of the hooves as they're coming past the finish line. And it was just something, you know, in my career, I was getting to a point where I thought, you know, I'd like to do something different. And when the opportunity came up, 
I just thought this would be a really good fit, and uh, so I'm really looking forward to uh, you know bringing this all together and, and and having a really good race season. Hanover has always been considered one of the top half mile uh, ovals, you could say, in uh, in the province. Uh, why, you know, as as somebody brand new and you know that had visited the track, why do you think it got this reputation as being one of the top uh, race tracks? You know, that's a comment I get uh, from several people uh, all around the area. And um, I I think it's because there's a passion here. Uh, The people, you know, when I came on board here, uh, the people were just overwhelmingly accepting of me. There was a passion here. There's a drive here. They care about, you know, giving a good uh, race season. So I think, you know, when you add all that up there, uh, you know, People, people see that, and, and it drives people to come back year after year. Is it correct that the track is celebrating its 159th year of harness racing? Oh, my goodness. And Larry and I were not quite born no. yet. <laughs> well, well, I know I wasn't, but uh, <laughs> I think it's got to be pushing in around that at some point. But I, I honestly don't have a, an honest date for, for when it kind of came into to play. But I've seen pictures around here that uh, just amazing pictures of some of the old race days and, and you know, how things have changed that, uh, you know, they got away with things that because, you know, people on the tracks and sitting on the fence rails that you just can't get away with today. Well, they say the more things change, the more they stay the same. Have some things remained the same, the traditions? Yeah, I mean, like, traditional-wise, I don't think there's been, there's been much change. It's, it's a fairly, uh, as I said, it's kind of a unique environment. Uh, it's a very passionate environment. So I think, you know, I think it's one of the longest standing sports uh, around. And so, you know, uh, obviously changes come with safety and and whatever else. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I don't think a lot has has changed over the years. All right. Talk about some of the uh, Hanover's uh, big day of racing, you could say, uh, this year. You've got the Dream of Glory. You've got the Balanced Image. um, uh, those are really, you know, name races that have kind of put Hanover on the map as far as uh, half mile tracks are concerned, right? They are. They are. They're. They're. They're our top two, uh, you know, stake races. Uh, the Dream of Glory, uh, you know, is what we call our crown jewel event, and and that takes place on on August the fifth. And the other big one, again, the Balanced Image, uh, which kind of caps off the. The, the stake series here, the big ones, is, is on um, in August the 26th. So those are the, the, the big ones. We have a few others in there we throw in. Uh, we have a, uh, a Lynn Widow uh, Memorial Race. Uh, we're going to have uh, Doug McNair come up here and, and have a day with us. So we're trying to throw a, you know, a few different ones in there as well. But, uh, you know, the Dream of Glory and, and, and Balanced Image are obviously the two big ones. And a charity race, uh, the fourth annual Harness the Hope Day to support breast cancer. That's a very special day. It is. And that's held on July uh, the 15th. And uh, we're also going to host two races dedicated for women drivers that day. Why would you do that? That sounds great. And are there a lot of women drivers? There is. Um, You know, it was was kind of a, there was a challenge, an Ontario Women's Driving Challenge, and it, uh, for whatever reason, I'm I'm not sure, it didn't seem to to get traction this year, but as a racetrack, you know, at Hanover here, we wanted to kind of carry that tradition on. So uh, we just decided, and I think there may be another track or two that are going to do the same thing, and we just, we want to keep, you know, we want to keep the, the women drivers, you know, in the in the picture in the forefront and we don't want to kind of forget about them 
one of my goals is here is to really build on the foundation that's here. I, I, you know, I'm not coming in to change anything. I just want to build on it. I mean, if you talk to people, people know of Hanover Raceway. I mean, if you're in the harness racing business, you've heard of this track. And we've talked about the track and the people and that, but I think it's also been a foundation for a, a lot of your horsemen and, and your, your drivers, correct? Oh, yes. There's a lot of drivers that uh, over the years have started racing here and, and, and gone on to uh, to many of the other bigger tracks. And uh, so, it's, yes, the area is well known. Hanover is well known for the track. Uh, you know, it's a well-maintained track. Uh, we did a lot of work on it this year to, to, to keep it that way. So uh, we wanted to keep that kind of tradition, uh, you know, moving on. So this is going to be your first opening day as general manager of Hanover Raceway. Can you describe what's in store? We are having a, a welcome back to the races uh, draw for a 55-inch TV, kind of a, an incentive to get people back here. Uh, we're doing... Um, Kind of a visitation that the Paisley 4-H Horse Club is going to be with us, uh, giving a tour of the facilities and just kind of being around. So if people have questions about uh, the 4-H uh, club, you know, there'll be members here to to do that. And uh, we're going to do a little something a little different this year. Is uh, and this is a way to involve the community. Is we're going to be having our, our national anthem performed by the Walkerton District Community School. Uh, just before post time. That's great. It is. It is. Um, well, I guess for anybody that's listening that wants to come up to uh, Hanover today for your opening day, it's a, it's a one thirty post, correct? Correct. One thirty post. And how many races? Uh, and you know, you talked about some of the the other events and that, but uh, uh, there's food items. Uh, like people have to eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> they do, and uh, yes, we have ten races uh, today, and uh, some of the tracks are a little little shorter than normal, but uh, it's still going to be an exciting day full of uh, full of racing. We've got uh, a concession stand here for people. It's well known for their burgers and French fries, and uh, you know we'll have our, our beer garden here and everything else. So there'll be plenty of food and refreshments. Uh, you know, we'll have other draws going on as well for people that are, you know, having uh, birthdays or anniversaries. And then we also have a, a draw that uh, playtime casino sponsors, uh, you know, for uh, for a gift certificate. You've been a busy bee, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's been busy. So what have you learned so far? You've been general manager of Hanover Raceway for a short while. Opening day is just hours away. What have you learned so far? Well, the one thing that I really, it really stood out to me is the passion that people have for this sport. Um, it is, it's, it's astounding. And, you know, I came into this, you know, and people have welcomed me. I mean, these are people that would, I think would give the shirt off their back if they had to. And, uh, they're, they're just a wonderful bunch of people. Uh, they, you know, they've told me stories. They, they've told me they're, 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 their goods and their bads and their lows and their highs. I just find it, you know, it, it's a, it's unique. I don't think there's another sport out there that can compare to it. As I said, the passion and the drive that these people have for their sport and their and their horses is just amazing. Well, it's passion that brings everybody together. Like, look at yourself. You had a, a passion as a fan, and now you're working for the uh, the racetrack itself. So. 
you know, uh, passion brings everybody together, correct? It does. It does. And that was a driving force for me. As I said, you know, I was looking for, for something different, and I just thought, you know, this would check off my uh, my list of things to do in life. And, uh, you know, to be at a race is, is one thing, but to be a part of it and, and the functioning and making it happen, it's a whole different feeling. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to our 2023 season here, and I think we're going to have a lot of good events. There's still things that are that are fluid and happening. So, you know, uh, go to our webpage, uh, HanoverRaceway.com, to get the latest updates on, on things that are up and coming. Scott Price, what a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much. General Manager Hanover Raceway, today is the season opener, post-time 1.30. Thanks for joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Thanks for having me. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and of course some racing at several other North American tracks. So please make sure your HPI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime. Stay with us for Lightning Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to ontarioracing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app the best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to their Pineview dealership to view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today, as the Hyundai Advantage sales event is on now. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine. Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems as Lucky Lightning Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship <laughs> Racing. Larry. 
Wow. <laughs> Quite the intro. Yes, you've got a lot to live up to. I do. Let's see what I can do here. Well, let's start at Woodbine. Uh, trainer and friend of the show, Kevin Attard, could have a very big day with Moira in the grade three $150,000 Bell Mahon stakes. And the same connections of Moira have the well-bred filly Pippet in the Woodbine fifth, a maiden special for two-year-old fillies, uh, five furlongs on a tapita, purse of $111,600. Uh, nine fillies have been entered, including number two, Pippet, who is a daughter of the good debut sire, Quality Road, who is also the sire of recent Preakness winner, National Treasure. Pippet has not missed a beat with workouts in the morning, and Pippet's mother, Browse, was stakes placed and actually won her first start as a two-year-old. Kevin Attard is 19% with horses making their first start, and the combination of jockey Kazushi Kamura and Kevin Attard have won at a 23% uh, clip over 2022 and 2023. So Woodbine, race five, number two, Pippet. Santa Anita has a nine race card today, including race eight, which is the grade two summertime oaks for three-year-old fillies. It's at a mile and a 16th on the dirt. It's got a purse of $200,000. It's a well-matched field of seven who have been entered, including number six, Ancient Peace, who may offer some value in today's race. Ancient Peace is a lightly raced filly with two wins and four starts and was actually bred by the famed Canadian breeder Samson Farms and was purchased for $650,000 in a January sale this past January. And since joining the barn of John Sadler, Ancient Peace has performed very well in her first start for Sadler on April 8th. Ancient Peace went to the front in an off-the-turf allowance event, went wire to wire and won as she pleased by a geared down six lengths. Her last start saw Sadler enter the filly in the grade three Provencia stakes at a mile and an eighth on the turf, which saw Ancient Peace press the pace and finish a good fourth. Since that grade three event, Ancient Peace has worked three times, including two back-to-back five furlong works. We like them. Trainer Sadler is 34% with horses going turf to dirt. Ancient Peace makes the all-important third start off the layoff. So Santa Anita race eight, number six, Ancient Peace. The Meadowlands has a 12 race card tonight, and race 12 is a one-mile trot for a purse of $10,500. Nine horses have been entered, including number six, Champagne Hanover, who is making her third start off a March layoff. Two starts back, Champagne Hanover was totally outclassed, and of course making her first start off a two-month layoff. Last week, after a drop in class, and despite leaving from the eight post, this mare did take a first-up mid-race move, which should set Champagne up well for tonight's start. There is another small class drop tonight, a better post position, and of course the before-mentioned third race back off the layoff. And I might add that this is a mare that likes to hit the board, finishing first, second, or third, 16 out of 26 lifetime starts, and six of those were wins. The Meadowlands race 12, number six, Champagne Hanover. And finally, we got Woodbine Mohawk Park. As we talked about, they have an 11 race card tonight with three divisions of the Sum Beach Somewhere Stakes, two divisions of the Graduate Series Pace, one division of the Graduate Series Trot, and leg two of the Miss Versatility, so lots of stakes action. Race 11, though, is a one-mile pace for a purse of uh, $16,000. Number six, the Greek Freak, was a winner last week in the class below this in 149-3, and three, pacing the last quarter in 27 flat. He moves up in class tonight, but is by finally having the opportunity to race on a regular rotation, which ha- we have here tonight. The Greek Freak retains the services of friend of the show, James McDonald, and also makes the important third start off the layoff tonight. The key to this guy is that he is a horse that improves his game when he races regularly 
And that's what we have here tonight. Woodbine Mohawk Park, race 11, number six, The Greek Freak. Larry, you have outdone yourself. Amazing work, as always. Take the rest of the weekend off, okay? (laughs) And here's a big shout-out to Mark at Fans of Horse Racing. Hey, Mark, and goodbye and thank you all for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the current issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine, and a new one will be released shortly, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And please don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 lymphoma. Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies, and donate to this worthy cause. Stay with us here on 105.9 The Region all weekend long, and thank you so much for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Ann Romer and Larry Simpson, has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 for more from the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.